Hello! Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noir Wes, designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Wes, creative tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. The show we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome. This is going to be the last show of the year. Woohoo! Episode 352. My goodness. We got lots of fun stuff to share with you folks. We have a new project this week. Doing a little bit of what we prototyped on this project. A little bit of shop talk news, some community makes, and we'll have a little time lapse at the end. And uh, yeah, we have some fun stuff to share. So we'll give a moment to everybody to say hello. Hello, good morning hello, to everybody. Good morning, in. good evening, good afternoon, good night. Everybody hanging out all over the world. We are hanging out in the Discord at discord.gg slash Adafruit. We are live on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, LinkedIn, and a couple other places. Say hi. Periscope's Which, still out there, huh? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, if you want to comment, suggestions, banter, all that fun stuff, you can do so in the Discord chat room. Pedro just gave you the link for that. It's also up there in the header. Uh, we'll take a moment to welcome everybody. I see Liz hanging out there. Go Good morning, morning, Liz. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get some housekeeping out of the way, shall we? We have some free stuff. If you order more stuff with Adafruit, you can get some free stuff. We still have that pink feather going on for orders that are $99 or more. You can get that free pink feather limited edition RP2040. For orders that are 149 or more, you'll get the feather, the pink feather, plus a Stemma QT breakout board. Uh, if you have an account with us, we'll make sure you don't get the same one twice. For orders that are $200 or more, you'll get the Stemma QT board, the pink feather, and free ground UPS shipping. For orders that are 299 you get the ground shipping, the Stemma QT, the pink feather, and a blue fruit circuit playground. Very, very cool stuff. Um, be aware though that the shipping deadlines are kind I've of passed. yeah it says missing we got a nice banner up here first of all due to high demand it might take a day or two to ship your thing um, and then missing holiday deadlines don't worry check out our gift certificates in Adabox subscriptions don't fret we have some things we have some options for you but pretty much hit all the deadlines huh for getting orders before a certain holiday so it is what it is but hey with these freebie deals will be going on until the products last so if you've got yourself a pink feather, post it up and let us know. I'd love to see one because I don't have one. <laughs> we'll have one soon. Okay, yeah. Cool. And the other things, jobs. We've got some new jobs this week. If you head on over to jobs.adafruit.com and you're interested in checking out some new gigs, we have some new ones here from the fine folks at Engineering Alley. They posted up uh, Adafruit.io and Arduino programming gig. We even have Walmart asking for, uh, looking for uh, a senior software engineer. And Hat Club is also looking for a tech lead. Very cool stuff. So check those out at jobs.adafruit.com. Real quick, we uh, have some newsletters. The really big one that we're really proud of is the Python on Microcontrollers newsletter. Thanks to everybody for subscribing to that. It's We still have it open for folks that want to share and promote their projects that are Python related. You can do so by hitting up csp at adafruit.com via email get your posts and is always looking for some stuff and a huge shout out to Phil, uh, PT Phil Tyrone Mr. Lady Ada is back as guest editor on the Python Microcontrollers newsletter so that's really fun to see Phil doing fun stuff again once a week we do a newsletter it's focused on products so if you want that in your inbox go to adafruit.com slash newsletter and adafruit daily for all the dailies if you want to subscribe to those like the Python on Python on hardware newsletter Okay, that's the housekeeping. Swept the floor. Now I'm ready to get dirty again. So hello, everybody in the Discord chat room. Again, don't forget, gift certificates books. always available. Gift certificates and subscriptions to Adabox. Or you can get an IO card for someone. That'd be cool. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Lots of fun whippersnapper business going on. Yeah. Lots of cool. Uh, the next Adabots. Adabox is going to be so cool. We're working on it right now. Excellent. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's festive themed project. Last one for the year. This is it. This is a 3D printed uh, lamp with NeoPixels. It's got a Qtify RP2040 running Circuit Python. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to mix up some uh, some acrylic to make this kind of fun animated effect. So I got the LED chase running here. 
There's eight of these panels of acrylic. They're a quarter inch thick. So you got some chonky um, pieces of acrylic. You can laser cut this. You can CNC mill uh, your own kind of animated shapes. I came, I kind of came up with this simple kind of wave thing and I got this little circle going around, but you could do all sorts of different things like signs and other graphics and whatnot. But the idea here is pretty simple. You get a, uh, several pieces of acrylic and when you line them up on, on a NeoPixel strip, you can animate them to create this animated effect because the edgelet acrylic is, is quite fantastic at, uh, at creating this visual light display. So uh, this is a 3D printing case, like I was saying. We got the cutie pie and just the single NeoPixel strip there. It's just three wired connections, so it's pretty uh, pretty simple in terms of like uh, soldering and wiring. It's powered off of the USB port right here, USB-C. Got the R uh, the RP2040 for the cutie pie, so it's a it's a nice small inexpensive board. Um, but this thing's scalable, right? So if you wanted to make this, you want to add more frames or less frames, you want to scale it up, you could definitely do that. Um, the CAD files are all open. Uh, if you want to uh, modify the design, you can totally do so. We have a step file, a fusion file, and some other things like STLs if you just want to print them out. But uh, as far as the parts go, they're, you know, they all snap fit together. There's no screws in this one. Everything just kind of press fits. Uh, these little acrylic panels just pop out. They have a little 20 millimeter tab. And there you can see where the, where the LED is. So the, the, the trick getting this to work is to isolate each LED so the light doesn't leak in, into each other. So that's kind of what I got there. I got a bunch of other shapes and things. We'll kind of run through them real quick, just kind of share. I also have some nifty tips if you're seeing seeing. Um, so here's a good example of um, engraving some letters. So this is the 2020 um, year. <laughs> You can see that. So if you want to mix this up and add some messages, you could do that. If you want to, uh, it's super easy in CircuitPython to lower the speed so you can have this kind of, uh, you know, take a little bit more time so you can see it. But I, I, I thought I'd do something like a little, little bit of festive thing. So I got happy pie leap. <laughs> Where'd the holiday one go? Somewhere. But you could do happy holidays, whatever kind of thing. If you have your own custom graphics, maybe like a walking animation would be cool. I thought it'd be cool to do different shapes, so I, I got festive and came up with these uh, these little Christmas trees. I tried doing some cool designs and things, but uh, I don't know, I just kind of left that alone. Um, so I started doing some snowflakes on, uh, on these little triangle bits. So I was just kind of experimenting with that. Um, but ultimately I thought uh, creating like a Unified animation was like the way to go. So that's why I kind of came up with, I kind of left these waves here because I think that's like the best way to kind of show what's possible with this sort of thing. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the demo there. Um, I got some fun videos here that I want to share in, in terms of like how this came about. So when it came to prototyping this, it really started with just a simple piece, right? The goal is like, all right, how do I get um, a little 3D printed piece that can hold up pieces of acrylic and have the spacing like absolutely on point uh, for the NeoPixel strip. So this NeoPixel strip is your standard 50-50 style uh, NeoPixel LEDs. Uh, you can get them in different densities. We have low, medium, and high density. Um, the medium density is what we're using here. That's 60 millimeters per meter. Um, so that's the version you can kind of tell them apart if you work with NeoPixel strips a lot. Uh, you'll, you can, you can kind of intuitively know that the difference between uh, the three styles, the high, medium, and, and low density. But this is the medium density, and uh, they're about 16 millimeters apart um, in terms of like the, the pitch, the distance between the two pixels. So that's kind of how I, I came up with Proton, just a single piece, try to get the tolerances to fit uh, for, the, for the acrylic. So the acrylic's a quarter inch. That's about like six millimeters um, thickness. Uh, so that's kind of what I came up with. Just a really simple uh, little thing, and then figuring out uh, what else needs to go around it. So that's kind of how I started it. So I did not laser cut these, I used the CNC mill. I got myself a little Bantam Tools desktop CNC. It's really good for this type of stuff. And, and really um, the kind of problem I had here is like, well, I'm limited to my bed volume and I wanted to make these big pieces. So I really had to think like, okay, what can I do with such a small build volume? Like it's not super small, but it's 100 by 100 millimeters. And what I found is that you, when you create shapes, you can you can kind of place them in a way where they're optimized. So you can see these two triangle shapes. Uh, you get more out of your material if you strategically place them where um, your your kind of cuts will kind of 
feed into each other. So you can see here in between those two shapes, um, I have like no distance between them, so uh, or, or just enough distance where the tool won't bite into the next piece. So I'm able to get a lot out of my material by just strategically placing them. So if you're new to like laser cutting or CNC milling, I think that's a tip that's applicable. Try to be smart about your material. Don't you got a big sheet? Don't cut in the middle of it. You know, just use the top corner. That's something I learned from Jimmy Duresta. It's kind of my hero, but. Yeah, that's uh, one tip I got if you are new to uh, CNCing and, uh, and laser cutting. Try to get the most out of your material and think about your bed and uh, the build volume that you have. What can you do with what you got? The next one is um, after I cut those shapes, uh, I thought, well, let me play this one first. So after I cut those shapes, I, put, I strung them together and I got this really cool kind of effect. There's no engraving at this point in the design. I didn't think about engraving. I was just thinking about shapes and having the edges of the shapes really define the effect. So it looks really stellar without any engravings. Um, and then you can see there underneath there. So I'm starting to kind of figure out how do I incorporate a, a, a kind of a cover that holds the acrylic holder in place. Um, so that's kind of the, the second prototype. And then once, uh, because I've already cut all these shapes, I, had, I wanted to engrave some snowflakes. Um, but to do that, I needed to design a little, whoop, a little jig. So I 3D printed a little jig um, so that I can align it to the spoil board precisely in the origin. And by doing that, you can get a really good representation of where your artwork will go on your pre-cut piece. So in this case, I'm using a little triangle piece and uh, it's a good method because you don't have to like adhere the piece to the bed. Like normally what I have to do is use double stick tape to attach my pieces to the bed. But because the taunches are so tight in the jig, I don't have to glue it. So I literally just pop it in and then pop it back out and it's just a friction fit. So the only uh, tape I had to do was on, on the actual jig here. I uh, just put two strips of tape here and uh, then you have yourself a little jig. So if you're CNC milling, uh, creating a jig is almost like 60% of your work. Um, so you can see here, I, I kind of recreated it for this tree shape. So the idea was I, I, I uh, paste this to the spoil board, line up this corner here, and you can see I even got clever with the thicknesses of here. It's kind of thinner in this area, but these lips are kind of these lips are kind of raised so that I can uh, align it to the spoil board, and then this just pops in like show. And then when you mill it, you can just pop it back out. So you got a real nice, uh, a real nice tolerance fit there. So that's a really cool tip, and uh, that's how I was able to create all of these kind, all of these fun snowflake shapes after I've already cut all the main shapes. So that's kind of a fun thing there. I think folks that have like a glow forge, like they don't even have to worry about jigs because they have like a camera. I think you just that, place it. You just place just it and throw it, like, it on you there. You place it at an angle. It just it has smarts to realign it. But if you're seen milling, you might not have that those smarts. Um, but very very cool. Um, so that's the jig pit, uh, piece. Let's see. Um, so engraving, CNCing is 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 pretty. Uh, <laughs> what do they say about it? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, so so bringing in vector artwork is going to be different on, you know, on however you're interfacing with your machine. So uh, for me, I, I used Fusion 360. I brought in some SVGs and I was able to uh, lay out some toolpaths. Um, but you could, if you have like a, like a, an X-Carve, I, I believe they use something like easel. So you would have to kind of do all that through the easel. Think about like kind of how the pre-cut works. Like you bring in and you interface with their pre-cut design software. So it's going to be different for everyone. So that's why it's not really documented um, on this learn guide on how to actually do the artwork. Because it's going to be different depending on what machine and what method you're using, whether it's a laser cutter or CNC mill. Especially with the CNC, since you have to program every single path that is going Unfortunately, on. Unfortunately, yeah. And just like pre-cut design, like you can pay extra, you know, subscription if you want like pre-made artwork and, and more features. And you know, Bantam Tools isn't um, doesn't shy away either. Like if you want some advanced SVG uh, tool paths, um, you got to pay for it. It's like I understand, and that's why uh, you, you just kind of got to figure out like wh what method do you want. So. Yeah, there's different ways to do it. But uh, yeah, there's some fun engraving there. And I have a tip. If you are CNC milling, you want to be very 
cautious about um, your pieces and your tool bit. What happened here is what happened. What happened here is um, I didn't clean off the gunk, the glue adhesive that's on the double-sided tape. So after so it just starts accumulating and because friction and the way it's running, um, it just messed up. So you know. What, the tip here is just to like keep everything clean. Keep keep your tools clean too, not just your spoil bed. Um, uh, some alcohol and a paper towel definitely goes a long way when you wipe clean uh, your tool bit. Get rid of that gunk, even if it's just a teeny bit of like adhesive, it will build up and it can cause friction. And if you're doing acrylic, it can get really nasty. So uh, that's my tip. Just clean your tips. <laughs> that's my tip. <laughs> clean your tip. Um, yeah so for this project you know we had to we lost one of our tools which is not a big deal if you got more tools on hand so always have an extra spare tool on hand um yeah that goes for any of the components that might break yeah always wipe down you get the bed of your 3d printer you know that sort of thing you don't want your first layer to be terrible I also wanted to say, make sure you have extra nozzles. Make sure you have extra oh, baker, mortar, motor BLE breakout touch. boards. Make sure you have a multiple BLE touch. Make multiple sure of the needles that do the actual testing so of your bed. Your yeah, make sure you have more than one tool, <laughs> for sure. And material, too. Like, I had to get some more material mm -hmm. mid-project, and I'm, like, sweating bullets. Like, oh, no. <laughs> so um, there's some tips there for you. But that's pretty much um, the project, right? So we're going to walk through the learn guide now and just kind of show you folks um, how to, how, how to go about building it if you want to build one. So real happy that all the parts are in stock, mainly the Cutie Pie RP2040, this NeoPixel strip, a little bit weird. I have a little message here. It says this $100 NeoPixel strip is for a full reel that's 240 pixels. You need eight for this project. You only need eight. And if you click on this um, product, there is an option in the sidebar that says one meter. It's only $26, $27. So. I would I would get a meter if you haven't if you haven't played with the NeoPixel strips yet. But this is like kind of your your medium density NeoPixel strip. You can get it in a white PCB or a black PCB. It doesn't matter for this project. Um, but you just need eight. So if you already have this style of NeoPixel lying around and you have eight LEDs to spare, these are great because you know they have the pads where you can cut it. And you can create your own strips and designs by just cutting and stringing them back together. So that's the the NeoPixel strip there. And then some extra bits and bobs like a USB-C cable for the cutie pie, a ribbon silicone cable, which is our favorite wires, and some rubber feet because it's a lamp and you want to have some grip. And when it comes to the acrylic sheets, I like to get my stuff from eventables.com, but you can get it from your local supplier or whoever else. As long as it's a quarter inch thick acrylic, should be good. But uh, this edge lit acrylic from Eventables is, is good for CNCing and laser cutting. And uh, it just, it, it has some really nice diffusing particles, as it says here. Cash sheets with light diffusing particles. Ooh. And you can get it in different sizes here. I got an 8x12. Um, you can go to Tap Plastics, too, and get pre-cut. So if you want to have it pre-cut to, to the bed of your laser cutter or CNC mill, you can do that, too. But it's so much fun. If you're just getting into, if you got yourself a laser cutter and you're meaning to do some acrylic stuff, I, I think this is a great project because you get multiple sheets. Like, you just make one acrylic sheet. No, 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 make eight of them. So that's cool. Where am I? Here I am. So those are the parts, and that's the acrylic. Let's check out the circuit diagram. Super, super simple. Just three wired connections for your new pixel strip to the Cutie Pie. You got a data pen, um, power and ground. Cutie Pie is really great because it's got the five volt pen, so you can do some. You can power those new pixels uh, properly, and uh, you know you can put this on a battery if you want. But I think people are gonna uh, keep it plugged into a wall adapter or their USB uh, hub on their computer. Installing CircuitPython, the CutiePie is super duper simple. Double tap the reset button, or no, you hold down, you hold down the boot select and then hit reset. Shows up like a USB drive, drag and drop a UF2 file to install the latest version of CircuitPython. So this, this right here kind of walks you through all of that. And you have some status LEDs that lets you know it's good. Code is really, really simple. It's using the LED animation library uh, to kind of create this effect, the chase animation module is like the best here because you can uh, quickly update the size and the spacing. So the way this works is you have mainly four parameters that you want to change. You want to change the speed. Um, so depending on how fast you want your animation to run or if you want to slow it down, you'll just play with that number. Uh, colors, you can, you can pick whatever color you want. You can create your own or use the built-in ones. 
Uh, and then size tells you how many pixels you want lit at a time. And then spacing, how many pixels you want turned off at a time. So I have one uh, size and then eight spacing, and that's what gets you that um, one LED on and running and chasing. So I string a couple of them together and just change the color. And then I string them together with the animation sequence module. You just kind of group them together. And then in your while true loop, you just say animate animations and it, and it animates. Um, so really, really super uh, easy and super customizable. So check it out, play around with the different speeds and, and things. Um, yeah. All right. And then for the CAD files, uh, here's all the STLs and the, uh, the, uh, the source file. So uh, just a couple parts. You got a case, bottom cover, uh, a holder for the acrylic, and a holder for the strip, two separate things. Um, you are going to need a, a minimum build volume of about 210 millimeters because the lamp is a little, the case rather, in the bottom cover. They're a little bit big because it accommodates for the, uh, the actual board, the cutie pie. Um, but y'all can download the STLs and print them out without any supports, PLA. I use actually wood fill. That's why it's brown. And I, uh, I used wood PLA filament. It, it works fine. Might vary on different nozzles and stuff, but you know, you you y'all know what PLA you like these days. And then when it comes to like the shapes, the I have SVGs of what I made, like these three different ones. I have like a triangle, a tree, and like the sign. Uh, but the main thing you want to look at is the tab that gets inserted into the acrylic holder is 20, mil 20 millimeters wide, and it can be whatever tall. So. Um, that's uh, the SVGs that I have for folks. If they just want something to cut and get right away, you can do that. You can bring this artwork into um, your Glowforge or your easel, and then you can put other SVG graphics on top, type, icons, whatever. I think the hard part here for an artist is going to be to figure out their workflow and getting those eight frames of animation. Um, so that's, that's gonna be fun. And then if folks wanna use our, our 3D um, models of the uh, electronics. We got a whole slew of them. They're available on the GitHub repo. Page is got a link there for everybody. So you can get a one-to-one -one accurate model of the Cutie Pie and the NeoPixel and whatever else we, we have in that repo. So check those out. All right, now when it comes to wiring, uh, pretty straightforward. Um, you only have three uh, wires to connect the NeoPixel. And you definitely want to solder the wire on the bottom of the strip because you want the you want this, the the top surface of the strip to be flush with the 3D print. Um, so that's why I recommend soldering from the bottom. But yeah, pretty straightforward. Wiring up the cutie pie, just using that a zero pin and the five volt and ground pin, and that's pretty much it. When it comes to the assembly, uh, no glue or screws required here. Everything just kind of snap fits together. The NeoPixel strip like slots into the LED holder. It's got like this little groove um, that keeps it in place. So that's really cool. You can use tweezers to help kind of push it because as you push an LED, it kind of locks into those little slots. So it's a really kind of a clever way to get uh, a nice hold, but it's still removable. It's still uh, modular. So that's really cool. If you have a burnt out pixel or something, it's easy to take this thing apart and take it out. So that's the NeoPixel strip uh, holder. Next thing is to snap fit the cutie pie PCB into the built-in holder on the bottom cover. You got these little four corner snaps. You want to put it at an angle. And because the, the, the cover is like thin, you can actually bend it slightly, flex it so that those corners will, will, will lock onto the edges of the cutie pie. That way you have this really nice, like you kind of came up with this actually, you, you know, exactly. Um, that's a really good way to have a per, like a really good hold on your PCB, but without any glue or screws. And there's no mounting holes on this thing, so that's kind of the way to do it. And you have all these reliefs on the sides uh, so that you can actually flex it open and take it out still. So that's a really cool thing. I hope to do a layer by layer in the future on uh, how to model that thing, because there's some cool uh, things you can do there. It's amazing how much geometry goes into such a it teeny does tiny have little some piece. geometry, it really does. It's got like different levels of lips and things and mm -hmm. reliefs. It's pretty cool though. All right, and then once that's stuck in place, you can uh, fit the uh, the holder, the LED strip holder, into the case. It just has a friction fit. It just kind of has a flush fitting as well. And then um, there's a little opening on the sides for the for the actual wire, so it's got that built into there. And then installing the holder is just gets press fitted in, like I said. And then the bottom cover fits into the case. 
Um, just line up. All you gotta do is just make sure you line up the USB port of the Cutie Pie with that USB opening on the case. You can also add some rubber feet there for some grip. And now the last thing to install, second to the last thing is that acrylic plate holder that fits right over the LED holder. They're two separate things because I just felt like it would be nice to have a modular base so that you don't have to worry about taking out the strip and the acrylic. So that's why I have them as two separate pieces. Then you can play around with different colors. So if you have a, a, a specific color scheme you want to do for your lamp, you know, you have, you have, you have the option. Uh, and then installing the acrylic, you just press fit them in. Um, if so, you know, quarter inch all acrylic varies in thickness. It's not always precisely the same. Um, so uh, what I found is like on some of these pieces, uh, they were loose. So what I ended up doing is adding some packaging tape to the tabs, clear packaging tape. That way, it doesn't visually look oh, terrible. Yeah. So that packaging there tape is. is right there. You can see. I'm not perfect at it. It doesn't need to be because it transfers the light really well. And it's not visible because this is what gets, you know, fitted inside, um, you know, fitted inside here. So, yeah, that is the whole build in a nutshell. What is that black cat doing? It's a cute black cat. <laughs> Interactive I cat need toy. To build that now. <laughs> and that is the Lord Guide. Yay, perfectly themed for, I think, all, not just festive holidays. Uh, for like offices, you can have your nameplate on there, your company logo animated on there, or just your desk. Super cool way yeah. to uh, remind everybody uh, what to do. Yeah, cool. well, like I said, if you got yourself a, a laser cutter and you got some acrylic, and you're meaning to do some fun, light up artistic stuff with it, this is a cool little idea. That's a reminder for me because I keep thinking we're still in 2020 for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I, I do something, it's like, huh, like uh, looking at like food in the fridge or something. It's like yeah, 2021. This is still good. No. Right. It just expired a month ago. Yeah. Cool. Any... Happy holidays. People staying in the chats over on the cool. Facebooks. Happy holidays, cool. Richard. Happy holidays. I am super impressed with, the, did Facebook just launch this? They have real-time closed captioning going on. And I'm oh amazed gosh. just looking at, <laughs> looking at myself being like, closed captioned. It's like series dictating here. Yeah, this is so That's cool. cool. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> and what's funny is that it's uh, putting in a lot of the product names ¿Qué pasa correctly. Si, ¿Qué pasa si hablamos en español? Sí. ¿Tú crees que puede uh, escribirlo bien? Coming up, coming up. Estoy esperando que... <laughs> que hace. What's Alvaro? <laughs> I talked to him. Yeah. Oh, it does not know. It's like, I don't know what you speak. <laughs> well, that was very fun. Thanks, folks, for hanging in there with us. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump into... Oh, look, it is... Oh, wait, no, it did not translate any of that or type it out yeah it knows it's just english ben all right on. let's go ahead and ben jump on. into this week's prototyping well pretty much we're done for the year so that's I know, why we're I know. sharing this prototype i'm like all so tired just, from the kids I, being home from I school <laughs> it's exhausting but hey that's the prototype you get a good look at how simple it really starts just one little piece figure out is this gonna work is this a cool effect and this is what drove me to like keep going it is really cool i i, I don't know what else to say about it it's well lamar cool fact lamar saw this on a different if i don't know if you have the links yeah, on here that's a right. lot of the ideas it's completely different yeah though. i know but that's like the spark of what you're you know, right yeah. the, what led us down the path to this uh -huh. um, a lot of these ideas that they yeah. they'll see somewhere like hey we could do this yeah and you put your own spin on it right what, exactly. what interests you so very cool Okay, we're gonna jump into shop talk. We got some fun new stuff here. So I encourage everybody to check out prusaprinters.com. It's a alternative universe to Thingiverse, really. <laughs> and you might think, that, well, you know, I got Thingiverse. They're so popular. That's where everybody downloads and that's where the traffic is. So Prusa printers have been working hard to incentivize people to start using their site. So what they're starting to do is they have this new reward system where the more you contribute, the more points that you can get awarded. And what's cool about these points is like Chuck E. Cheese. You get these points and then you can trade them in for actual goods. So in this case, um, you can get filament. Where, where do I click on again? Oh, man, I forgot. oh, right here. So you have like these point systems. So we have 30 points right now. 
and when you get up to 350 you can you can spend them and use some stuff so you have some prusament some pla some pet g asa i want that hoodie <laughs> you want the hoodie That's what is cool the hoodie, hoodie. To 500 load points. up no no, no. What, what's the design look like uh, you can't zoom up on it not yet it's still new it just dropped but there's a t-shirt and a hat i really like the hat the design looks cool I it does see look that. cool i want to and they got that orange yeah, um, thing it's very very cool so i'm i'm kind of excited to be honest it's really cool and um they are retro what is it called retroactively giving you points I thought so they we're level 13 right lucky yeah 13. we're level 13 i got a nice you know folks are actually using it so i'm glad you know that the putting the effort into um, uploading your models isn't too bad there's actually a, a thingiverse importer so you can just import all your existing designs into uh into your prusa account it's free to you know sign up right, cool. um, so you get these cool badges it lets you know what you know if, if they have gamified. i don't think i'm an expert but like i'm experienced they have uh, gamified this, the they uh... have gamified right so we got like badges and you can see how many points you're at I'm a Prusa printer's maniac, you know, but uh, yeah, we have 210 designs currently. I threw up there the this week's project, the menorah, and some of the other ones. Um, so yeah, if folks want to contribute. You got you got a reason to try to use the site now. There's no ads here either. There's no ads like Thingiverse, and the site's pretty much up all the time. I don't see it down ever. Like Thingiverse can get down sometimes. Uh, so check it out. I mean. In all fairness, though, there is just the floodgates over at Thingiverse. <laughs> yeah, and our numbers so, here are really kind of low, but I really like the Prusa's, you know, approach to uh, how do we get people to, how do we reward people mm -hmm. for contributing to the site? And this is, I think, the best way. I don't think anyone else is doing this. The gamification. Uh, in, right, in terms of, like, uh, looking know, down all over, the sites out there. Looking down over at the, what is this, Twitch comment by... It's Tyler. What's up? Uh, just uh, mentioning, don't forget, My Mini Factory, Cults 3D. Thank you, yes, yes. If you are a it's wonderful world with all. You, yeah, the marketplaces are, are, are really good. Like My Mini Factory, we like Cults 3D. Um, our designs get up there as well. Yeah, um, the past couple of uh, Community Make Time Lapse Tuesdays have been from Cults, Cults 3D. 3D. Yes, paid. Yeah. Paid downloads, yes. Paid downloads. Yeah, we definitely like paid stuff because the artists really should get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's really yeah. badass design. For sure. Oh, and they, they break down what you get. Like what, completing your profile is 20 points. Publishing a print is 10 points. I kind of did the, the math, right? So like if we need to get to 320, is that that's the hoodie? about, yeah. I want that hoodie. <laughs> that's about 32 projects. Um, so that in about 32 weeks, I hope we can get a hoodie or some filament. That's literally how we can like schedule out. Like, all right, what am I going to get? Because pretty, we're pretty much guaranteed to come out with something every week, right? If not multiple things a yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like a couple designs I haven't up, like actually a couple I was going to say, if you really jump over like to our Thingiverse page, we have over over 400, 400 designs. Yeah. So um, There's so much stuff that we see you, know, you working on that you never even release or yeah, publish. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Nobody would like it. <laughs> Although um, I already know we'll we'll get that hoodie and they won't have it in my size. Uh, why? Oh, because it's super small. Because you know Extra how sizes man. work. With, yeah. You know. Yeah, but they're you know they're in Europe, so. Should I? Take I'm sure my a small is like thing an extra. Now, I don't. I would goes that far. I wouldn't say take them off unless you got a vendetta against them. We put everything up on. I've there. seen people like get really upset and take their designs. You're free to do so. My yeah. recommendation. Is what you want to do. Post an order, gonna... um, the yeah. one thing, um, have you tested seeing if they've added <laughs> any RSS? Prusa Bucks. Pro. That's a great <laughs> name. So if you want to get some Prusa Bucks, you know where to go. So if anybody out there, so the way that I look for all of the blog posts and time lapse Tuesdays is RSS feeds from Thingiverse. Yeah. I have tried to build one from Prusa. Yeah, they don't have an RSS feed. There's no RSS feed. I have. I use Feedly. They have some new you know little what? thing I, that lets you create it, but it still doesn't their work. Their team is is very open to suggestions, so maybe I'll tweet at them saying, "Hey, we would really use the RSS feed." So yeah, man, that's a good thing. Okay, uh, I think Colts. Need they to have, do that as well. Okay, cool. Um, I, I think, think the only other one that it. does it is Ultimakers. Um, oh, you imagine? You imagine? Holy moly! That's the only no. That's the only way that I know that it's yeah. still even up because I see it come up on the yeah. feed. <laughs> Remember Pinshape? Oh yeah. Pinshape was bought Labs. from Form Labs quite a few years ago. I don't yeah. know what happened to it. 
uh, it's hard running a database warehouse. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> Let's go ahead and continue yeah. on to the community makes. Oh, okay. no. That was Shop Talk. That was Shop Talk. We're done shopping. Our suggestion is do it. Do what you what your heart tells you to do. <laughs> like, if you want to leave your designs, it's fair game. Um, cool. We good? Ready to switch? Yeah. All right. Into this community makes. All right. And this, another this time lapse is gnarly. This is a... Krampus? Again, I saw this because Krampus it came up on the RSS feed. Yeah, <laughs> Tobias Frankie, shout out to Tobias for this designing and releasing such a stellar Kramp so Krampus. Kramp cool. Kramp Kramp Krampus. So this is a wearable mask. It's it's very um, it's big. very wearable. It took three days and broke one of the printers. <laughs> I had to How get new devilish. parts for it. <laughs> it yeah, broke right? the printer. How devilish! <laughs> and you even ran out of filament. You, you had ran to out change of it at the top there. That's great. <laughs> So you're gonna need an entire spool of purple, blue, whatever so, Krampus. Yeah, so mainly two halves. There are definitely some supports, um, but hey, that's yeah, the name of the game for yeah. these lovely shapes and ergon ergonomic curves. <laughs> Look at the curves on that. Extra face. So points good. because it's wearable with glasses. Yeah. So let's take a look. Tobias is how big this is. I'm waiting for you to switch the camera oh, so okay. I can show <laughs> for scale how freaking giant this thing is wearable with your glasses and you have the eye slit so you can actually see what you're doing uh, my wow. tongue's not long enough uh, that's the only thing i feel that it's missing from krampus uh one of the things you always see in illustrations and costumes is that long Fair tongue way. look at the insides very very nice shell so nice very and thick smooth um, nice and thick yeah there's no sharp edges or anything uh, we should probably read how we designed it but it's probably zbrush or something that is uh allows you to do sculpting because it is super smooth lots of really high um, subdivisions on it uh, the only mess up here was the uh the lower bottom tooth there that uh, came off from the supports and uh, yeah it looks breathable. like it paints very nicely <laughs> very breathable um it's very huge and you thing. didn't scale this up at all yeah no that's original size Kind of getting Piccolo vibes. <laughs> Again, super happy that it works while I'm wearing your glasses. It actually fits better on me uh, yeah. with your glasses on because your glasses act like a little holder for the entire mask. You could put some sort of strap here. There isn't any, any uh, loops or anything, but you can just hot glue it there. Um, I think you were going to read the description. Right. That you posted right. Hold on that while I uh, take a look at Tobias's uh, Thingiverse. I feel like the horns, I think, need to be a little bit bigger too, Whoa. but that's something that you can go in and adjust yourself can you tell from the screenshot what that might be zbrush i don't know it might be zbrush yeah. but very very not. cool so let me read tobias's this is a full wearable krampus mask it's inspired by the traditional krampus a fictional creature from the bavarian austrian or swiss alps the original masks are hand carved out of big pieces of wood this one could be 3d printed like a real krampus mask it has slits under the eyes which you can see through when you wear the mask the mouth is open which has better ventilation than a latex or silicone mask. In order to wear it, all you need to do is glue some Velcro or straps on the backside, put some soft foam under the top of the mask, you can make it fit your head. In case you don't want to print the full-size mask, there's also a mini version. Uh, and there's if a mini you, version? If you uh, feel free to share your creations, and uh, if you're interested, um, you know you can buy Tobias a coffee. There's a little buy button here, coffee. And this was printed on a Prusa MK3S. Very cool. Recommended is uh, PLA, minimize the warping, easier to glue the halves together. There you go. You use an airbrush uh, to paint it. Yeah. Which is a really good go wild with your paint job. So, yeah. I wish I had time to do at least color in the eyes because <laughs> there's so much very nice detail. Yeah, I think purple's really nice. Very on uh, theme brand. Now you can see all the uh, holes there like that. Like, perfect for <laughs> after Christmas. God. Nice little. Uh, I like the duality of like you know like this saint figure and then like the devil. <laughs> it's like <laughs> great yin and yang. I know they need to do more Krampus uh, integration yeah. with the holidays. This is sure. just so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, got some uh, goblin uh, feels too with mm -hmm. the way the, uh, the, the ears, ears are. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall. And then Sweet. I saw like Phil B posted it too. I was like, yep. Yeah. I was right in the middle of printing the second part when he posted that. I'm like, ah, oh, almost, bro, almost. <laughs> so any, uh, any uh, tips or anything that, uh, that off the top of your head that, that helped you kind of get this thing printed? Um, 
I think the support settings on that, um, the usual things that I do. Low density. Two, low density. Six percent. Like uh, no interface layer, just the roof. The huh. um, the width of the supports. I'm, I always use point two for the okay. width, uh, so it's nice and thin, easy to right. remove. Yeah. Um, 0.25 for the Z distance between the supports and the actual geometry to make it easier to, or to have it not fuse at all. Okay. Any um, supports needed for the horns? Those no. are printed so separately. So you can kind of see how the horn, I, I can't take them off. I had to hot glue them on there. Okay. They are sunk into the bed about five millimeters. Oh, cool. Yeah. You can see it see flat them. now. Yeah. You notice that. Because the, uh, the tips here have like some sort of, um, you can see in the, the, the object Oh, they have file. a bit of a registry key. Exactly. Key registry yep. Oh, the one thing that I uh, will have to point out, he has these marked as a left and a right, but they're both like left, so you have I to go understand. into. I don't understand. Siri, I have like some sort of a registry key. The one thing that I. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> so you'll have to go inside of your slicer and <laughs> do a mirroring yourself, uh, because right. uh, you the left. Yeah, I printed both out, and they're like, oh no, these are both left. They're both right. Whatever the heck it was. So. Yeah, if you're using Cura slicer, there's a built-in uh, mesh tool. Or no, yeah. they're not built-in. It's from the plugin, the marketplace plugin thing. Uh, no, it's just literally mirror. It's oh, like really? built-in, yeah. Oh, cool. You I thought you needed the mesh tools. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think all of the, the slicers have like a mirror. mirror on the whatever ZX. Mm. Y. Cool. One of those. Well, good tip. There's a little bit of a mirror thing with the horns. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's, That's it. <laughs> Low density for the infill. And you got yourself a nice little Krumpus mask. Little, it's massive. I mean, mask. you know, <laughs> I know what you mean. This is good for the Halloween and yeah. Christmas, <laughs> yeah. decoration-wise. And uh, you know, orient them how you want on your bed. You just want to flip that. Yeah, you got to flip that and, one. Uh, Pedro got that. You know, raise it lower from the bed. Yes, printing it like to, this would be rotate kind of... it so it's like that, and then sink it five millimeters into the bed. Okay. Well, cool. That's this week's community to make. We is that a free download? Two. Yes, this is a free download. Is a free download. If you feel generous, you can buy Tobias a coffee. Definitely worth it. Yeah. Buy Tobias a coffee. Um, oh, <laughs> one thing we didn't talk about. What did, or did we? I, I think it's listed in the time lapse. It takes about three days to print. So yeah. Hopefully, you have more than one printer. Right. Or <laughs> if you want to, maybe the bigger nozzle. If you don't want the detail or something, you could That's try that. A good point. Don't yeah. forget about big nozzles. Yeah. All right. Well, we got some other community makes that were sent to us, so let's run through those I feel real like quick. I need to have this here for the time lapse. So I can yeah. So this is a really cool one. You know, we like props here at Adafruit, and this one is a full-blown remix of the Master Sword from the Legend of Zelda. So uh, check this out here by Thingiverse user Mystique One Hundred. Says this is a modified version of the Master Sword by Garrett. Garrett is the original designer of the Master Sword that we remixed. And it says here it uh, has the battery, electronics, and strips, and the printable on an Ender 3 or a smaller printer. This is highly inspired, but it's not a remix of the LED Master Sword from Adafruit. It's designed from scratch with the source, and uh, Garrett actually shared his three Fusion 360 um, design, which is downloadable, so you can like modify the source. Main differences from the Adafruit version, this is smaller parts that are fitted for a a printer with a bed of 220 by 220. No broken geometry. Apparently, I guess there was some broken geometry. Uh, sturdier handle, the larger walls and the key inserts into the guard. Two versions of the handle, a classic version, split in half like like uh, the other parts with a hole for the, uh, for the pommel and like a USB or a DC jack. And then there's a solid version for a USB-C port and the pommel acting as a screw cap. Very, very cool. And then the electronics used a, um, a Arduino Pro Micro and a, a, like a LiPo charger, a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> um, but you could also use the Feather M0 and a prop maker to replace the power inserted control. Yeah, I recommend that too. Thanks for sharing that though. And there's some more photos on, uh, on their website here. So let's take a look at those. Things massive, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, with that whole other section in there, it just makes it way bigger. Yeah, it does. Holy moly, things huge. So yeah, if you're a super fan of of this prop, definitely uh, check it out. There are multiple remixes now. Everyone likes to kind of remix it, take on the challenge to make it fit your printer, because like they fit our printer, and we're really cool. And don't forget, Garrett is kind of like the original 
creator mm-hmm. of it. So oh, it's yeah. really fun to see. That's one thing I really like about Thingiverse. It has history, and you kind of have the derivative history, mm-hmm. and you can see far back how, uh, so how the far design back. has spread. Yeah, I remember somebody made a visual thing oh. where you could see like all the, like the nodes of all the derivative wow. designs. So that's really cool. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's one thing new uh, sites can't do: go back in time and yeah, start they got from the history. <laughs> Thingiverse has history. All right, and then the last make here is a Raspberry Pi. HDMI camera. So we made a little 3D printing case for the Pi HQ camera. And um, webtechie.be posted up an article here um, on getting it to work with this um, black magic design kind of camera switcher. So there's some there's some uh, nice documentation with some code snippets here on how to actually get the Raspberry Pi HQ camera working with that camera switcher. And here's their mm-hmm. little 3D printed case that worked out really well uh, for the rig. So very, very good. So uh, yeah, check out uh, this blog post here. We'll post it up uh, later. But uh, shout out to WebTechie for sharing that with us. Awesome. Cool, cool. And this was actually posted on Prusa Printers, uh, the make. I'm noticing more people are commenting on our mm-hmm. designs, trying to try not ne- get necessarily game up. the system, but you know, get. That's how you get the points, right? Rate and comment, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's kind of it. Thanks you everybody for sharing the stuff with us this year. Yay. It's been really fun to see folks making stuff and remixing stuff and just sharing and publishing. Publish, publish, publish is what PT says all the time. Yes. So that's this week's Community Makes, the last one of the year. Yay. Sorry, Krampus. So happy that uh, Krampus made it in. Yeah. Almost didn't didn't happen it with weird, uh, huh? with Keep it busting it the printer, printer several yeah. times uh, with the uh, 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 the nozzle, the Bowden tube, huge. the uh, the breakout for the motor. Yeah. All right. Well, later tonight we got a slew of shows. We got the back and back one. Show and tell every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We hope to see you there. We invite you to do so. Uh, you can come on uh, through the Discord server, come into the live broadcast chat room, and then like five minutes before the show, PT will post the link to the StreamYard so you can so you can join in and share what you're working on. All fair game. Um, electronics, arts and crafts, sewing, 3D printing, hand carving, woodworking, all that's all fair game. Uh, even retro track, we like seeing retro tech. Yeah. Right? And maker spaces too. We like seeing people's maker spaces and stuff. And then later, uh, return of, well, they were on last week. So Ask Engineer is at the same time slot tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You get some free prod, or free prod. You get a coupon code, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, top Secret, The Great Search, right? Or no? ILMPI and new products. Um, yeah, open source news and more. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, tonight, two shows. John Park is off this week, but he will return in the following week in January. I think in January, yeah. yeah. January 4th, we'll see John Park. But normally every Thursday at 4 p.m., John Park's workshop is on Thursdays. Woohoo. Uh, no, sh- I'm not assuming Scott has a show this week. I don't think he's going to do one on Christmas. On Christmas. <laughs> this is a holiday here in the States and, and other places. Uh, so Deep Dive to Scott will return in Woo-hoo. 2022. Yay. From the desk of Lady Ada, she did one yesterday. No. The day before yesterday. On Monday. On Monday. Normally she does them on Sundays, but uh, with some family traveling. traveling and stuff, she mm-hmm. was able to do it on Monday. Yay. So shout out to Lady Ada. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on YouTube as an archive. JP's doing the Tuesdays. He's returning again next year. Just a couple weeks. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Sounds, sounds like a long time. I'll see you next year, but it's not that far away. Um, and then we do the show every Wednesday. This is our last show. 352 episodes so far. Um... How many episodes do we do a year now? Like once a week, right? And there's like 50, at least 52. <laughs> at least 52, yeah. Maybe a little bit less. We take some time off every now and then. And we hope you do too. <laughs> uh, any last words in the thing before I close it out? Sorry, I'm... Uh, you all, y'all been real quiet. I like that everybody's quiet. That's fine. Everybody's hanging out. Hope I haven't uh, scared anybody away with, uh, with some crampusness. Okay. All right, that's going to do it for this year. Uh, the video before the last will be just a little compilation of all the projects that we worked on in 2021. 
Get used to saying 2022 now. Jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Flew mm-hmm. by. I'm not used to saying 2021. I know. So. Yeah. Something you always say, something about the maker endeavors and. Oh, the. the don't forget to make them. Yeah, we right hope there. everybody stays safe out there. If you have plans, don't feel bad about canceling them. It's always better to not be sick. Quoting what the. Uh, you know. Is it who? World Health just Organization. Just be safe out there. If you to cancel travel, the plans. Try to be safe. Yeah. Killing someone, so. Yeah. It's you know it's it's very bittersweet. We want to see everybody healthy. So yeah, and with big that, shout outs to folks. Look, we got lovely comments. Jim Henderson, thank you so much. We'll see you tonight. Liz, thank you so much too. We'll hope to see you tonight. Uh, Minnesota, Minton, thanks. Thank you. Thank everybody for watching. We really appreciate everybody tuning in. We hope we've inspired everybody to create some cool art, weird stuff. <laughs> whatever tickles the don't forget to follow adafruit on all the socials we'll post yeah we'll be posting stuff um every single day so check that out and vince as well we're saying hello happy happy thanks yeah everybody's all right well we wish everybody uh happy holidays stay safe out there and uh good luck on your maker endeavors and with that don't forget next year to make a great day make a great year bye folks see you next year bye bye Ooh. Oh, I'm going to play this uh, music video if y'all haven't seen it. Get ready for it. Here we go.